to Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. With back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. And back, may I say you look marvelous on the TV. Well, thank you. You know, they say the camera adds 10 pounds. I say that's way off. It's at least 30 or 40. I only added like a half a camera. I only like to make myself look a little bit bigger than I am. Yeah, no, I get yeah. that. Uh, yeah, thanks to Western Mass News for covering yesterday's big events. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to get to uh, to more of that. Tell you some of the developments that happened yesterday. And even acknowledge some of the people that have stepped up and offered their space for the Mayflower Marathon. It's actually kind of a interesting... It's a growing list. It's an enormous list, yeah. and, every, and everybody is uh, is being very, very cool about it. Except some people. and uh, But we'll talk to that. And Mayor Dominic Sarno will be joining us after 7 o'clock today. Dom Dom himself. Yes. And I believe we may also talk to Cy Kernan from The Fix. Let me tell you what you can do with that peach basket, my friend. There's that and a lot of other stuff this morning, too. It's 535 with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 550. And Hart with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's going to be uh, sunny with a high of 87 today. Uh, tomorrow, thunderstorms with a high of 85. Uh, currently looking at 56 in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Uh, oh, yeah, I got to push that. Yeah, down. that's you. Hey, 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 that's my cue. Huh? Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Sorry, Max, I missed the rehearsal and I didn't do the thing that we told we were going to do before we went on. It's all right, Steve, I'm over it already. Uh, well, Tony Dow is dead. Or is he? After sharing a statement on his verified Facebook account Tuesday morning that Tony Dow, an actor and director best known for his role as older brother Wally Cleaver on Leave it to Beaver, had died. Uh, Dow's management team has removed the statement. According to Judy Tversky, a longtime friend of Dow's, he was still alive as of 3.30 p.m. I'm not dead yet! Dow's wife. Lauren Dow told uh, Tversky he's still breathing and receiving hospice care. I'm feeling better! It is sad. He's dying of cancer. Yes, it's, no, it's uh, very sad. It's but, what's uh, going on. But, he uh, ain't dead yet. But that pre... Uh, you're jumping the gun here. <laughs> He's not dead yet. Leave it to Beaver. Starring Barbara Billingsley, Hugh Beaumont, dead, Tony dead. Dow. Not so good. And Jerry Mathers as the beaver. The beaver's living his life, the best life he has right now. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a little old and wrinkled, so he's a wrinkled beaver. Did you ever interview him, by the way? Jerry Mathers? Yeah. Gem in studio? No, not we did. here. We um, did. We I had him in I, studio in Syracuse. He was think, great. I think we had him on the phone like a million years ago. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Butch Patrick in here. Oh yeah, that was the uh, 50s, 60s TV, 60s TV star we had in here. He was a short little guy. Yeah. Also had the late Peter Scolari. Yes, Peter Scolari was in here too. Larry yes. Miller has been in here. That's right. Yeah. See, we uh, we got all the greats coming in this studio. What <laughs> do we ever? Uh huh. Uh, let's see. Uh, I've just lost my spot here now. Tony Dow. Tony Dow. Not quite dead. Tony Dow's not dead, so you can send him a well wishes card if you want to. The uh, MTV Video Music Award nominees were announced yesterday. Kendrick Lamar, Lil Nas X, and Jack Harlow lead with seven, followed by Doja Cat and Harry Styles with six. They would have been my picks. The ceremony will be Sunday, uh, August 28th. Voting is open. I always thought that was in September. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure of his, uh, you know, this, uh, 
issues with space. Well, maybe a tenant that's uh, you know needs more parking. You know, you never know. MTV. What's that show that they show all the time? It's not punked. It's the video show where they there's like three of them that sit down. Oh yeah, uh, uh, ridiculousness. Ridiculousness. Yeah, maybe the uh, MTV just needs more time to air those shows. That's all that's on MTV now is those. You look at the the TV guide on the TV. It says ridiculousness, ridiculousness all the way. Yeah, who's the laugher girl, the blonde chick on that? By the way, I I don't know. I don't even watch the show. I just know that it's on yeah. all the time. She used to be a child actor. Oh yeah, not like Jerry Mathers. Actually, a lot more like Jerry Mathers than you would think. Really. Uh, there's so much yelling and screaming and kicking and thrashing over cancel culture, so how about a thoughtful take? The brilliant Patton Oswalt got that. You ready? Yep. He says, I think comedians deserve context in what they say. You shouldn't just cancel out of context, but I also think comedians have a responsibility to evolve and try to push things forward. And pushing the envelope doesn't mean digging your feet in while the envelope moves forward. You should be ahead of that envelope, and that's how you should be pushing it. I, I guess. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. Think of the restrictions that Richard Pryor and George Carlin had, and before them, Lenny Bruce, and they found clever, brilliant ways around whatever restrictions were. That's what made it so fun and thrilling. And that's why Lenny Bruce kept getting arrested. But he's absolutely right about that. You know, there's uh, you got to find a way around, as a brilliant comedian, how to how to get through the, the cancel without being canceled. Absolutely. There should be nothing that's off the table when it comes to stand-up comedy, but it's up to the comedian to find other ways of looking at things. Well, and also it's up to the audience to choose the types of comedians you want to go see. I mean, maybe you want to see dirty. Maybe you want to see clean. I think think that's right. Maybe you want to see unfunny. The uh, Kardashians are beefing with one of the institutions that helped them make the who they are, Instagram. Their problem is that it's been pushing videos and recommended content over photos lately. It all started when one Instagram user posted this message. Make Instagram Instagram again. Stop trying to be TikTok. I just want to see cute photos of my friends. Sincerely, everyone. Both Kim and Kylie agreed with that sentiment. And so it's Instagram CEO Adam Moresi posted a video addressing it. He said Instagram is still committed to supporting photos, but he added, quote, I need to be honest. I do believe that more and more of Instagram is going to become video over time. Yes, to keep up with the TikTok. Yeah, because Instagram's going to go the way of Facebook if we don't be uh, we don't be careful. That's Reels on Instagram, right? Which is TikTok light. But you know what it is? It's TikTok videos on those Reels. Usually, it is. Actually, like, you're you're finding a lot more TikTokers going on back to YouTube again, mm. because it's you know longer, more extravagant content with all the same editing tools that you would find on TikTok. Actually, better ones. Hmm. How come TikTok hasn't figured that out? Or they're just trying to steal your information. That's Yeah, that's yeah. mostly it. Candace Cameron Buer and JoJo Siwa have cleared up the situation where JoJo called Candace the rudest celebrity she's ever met. It was just a big misunderstanding from years ago, and they're besties now. Yeah, okay, sure they are. Uh-huh. Rob Halford still has uh, mixed feelings about Judas Priest getting into Rock Hall's music Musical Excellence Award. He says it feels like the band is one step away from a proper induction. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. That's his. Uh, that's his complaint. Um, mixed feelings. It's it's weird how they pick anybody to be in that class of people to be the inductee. Yeah, and, it, and it's. Uh, do you realize that every inductee gets to bring one guest, and that's it? Wow. 
That's a. It seems kind of cheap. It's really cheap. And Rob Halford would bring you. I mean, how many times have you interviewed him for crying out loud? Twice. See, uh, you might get the invite three times actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah three he, times. And the last time was on Zoom, and I and he said uh, I was looking good. See, and you I'm, know what? I got no I'm, problem with I'm that. I'm thinking you might have a shot at the ceremony. If you're gonna, if you're gonna get, uh, you know, if you're gonna get checked out, let it be the metal god who does it to you. <laughs> Hey, uh, Aaron Rodgers showed up at a Packers training camp yesterday looking exactly like Nicolas Cage from Con Air. Long hair, facial hair, wife beater, jeans, and boots. He even posted comparison pics on Instagram. Yep. Why would you want to look like Nick Cage? Why would anyone want to be like Nick Cage? At least he doesn't have the man bun anymore. Well, I get rid of that. I mm. suppose that's a better role to emulate than, say, like face-off. Mm-hmm. Which was god awful. Oh, John Travolta. Yeah, that was a that was one of the greatest movies of my generation. Wow, when do you get out of here? <laughs> and that's that, your, with, with that cockamamie idea. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock One Hundred Two. Oh yeah, a big. And now Bax's view from the couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Grills, 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 Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As some of you might recall, I am the father of three adult children, and have been for nearly all of their young lives. And during that time, I discovered that parenting is a complicated job. Filled with challenges, rewards, frustration, pride, and occasional expenditures such as college and orthodonture. So whenever I hear a guy talking about being a father, I typically have one of two reactions. In some cases, I will sit there and say, sing it, brother. I smell what you've got cooking. And then there are other times when I say, what the hell are you talking about? Today is one of those what the hell are you talking about moments. And it all comes from statements made about parenting by former Patriot quarterback Tom Brady. Remember him? Once upon a time, he was considered to be the greatest quarterback of all time, rustling up championships and MVP awards as he slowly shoveled his way into the twilight of his seemingly endless career. So what am I getting at? In a recent podcast interview, Tom Brady was asked what he thought was the toughest part about being a parent, which is a good question. But according to Tom Brady, of all the parental challenges that he faces, the toughest is being a parent who is rich. According to Tom Brady, quote, we have people that clean for us. We have people that make our food. We have people that drive us to the airport if we need that. We get off a plane, there's people waiting there for us. He then goes on to say, that's my kid's reality, which is the hard part to say, guys, this is not the way reality really is. Oh my God, you poor bastard. And here I was thinking the toughest parts of parenting were potty training, boyfriends, college, and the empty nest syndrome. Boy, do I feel stupid. I was way off. Thank goodness I didn't win Mega Millions last night. Otherwise, I might find myself experiencing the same difficult trials and tribulations that Tom Brady must go through every single day of his tortured life. How I weep for his problems. And for that very reason, I will now limit myself to only 10 quick picks in the next Mega Millions drawing. Even then, I sure hope I lose. But hey, and if I'm my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, there's a place in my heart for Milwaukee. It's only a thousand miles away. But I can feel safe knowing that in my toolbox, I got Milwaukee tools. I'll tell you what, one of the most innovative tool companies you're going to find anywhere. And that's why you see red and white Milwaukee tools on job sites all over the place. And where do they sell Milwaukee tools? Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Oh, it's so good.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock, 610. And Led Zeppelin with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's uh, going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 87. Tomorrow, thunderstorms with a high of 85. 56 right now in downtown Springfield. Storm clouds over the Basketball Hall of Fame as the result of yesterday's news that we covered here on the show, right? I got to tell you, uh, I, you know, where do you even begin with this thing? Because, mm. uh, first of all, uh, apparently uh, Bob Huggins was uh, in town yesterday. Yes. I'm sure he's probably had, hadn't had a colder reception <laughs> since <laughs> his final year in Cincinnati. But I, I'm sure there was people out there that just went to see him. I'm, I'm sure there were. Yeah, he was being promoted on billboards all over Western Mass and Connecticut as I was driving around various places. I saw that billboard for the last month and a half promoting yeah. his appearance. How did they find the capacity on the billboards? I don't yes. know. They barely have capacity in that parking lot. Yeah. Uh, as uh, many of you may have heard already, the uh, the Basketball Hall of Fame has informed us that they do not want to host the Mayflower Marathon. And yesterday, I read verbatim a uh, an email that was sent to us confirming uh, a decision that we knew was on its way. Uh, and and it said in very specifically. The utilization of the South Side has changed to the opening of the place to be. While we acknowledge the Mayflower Marathon as a worthy project, we believe that we no longer had the capacity to host the capacity. event. Capacity that came from the management company that runs the lot <coughs> at the Basketball Hall of Fame. We knew about this soon after the last Mayflower Marathon in November, but that was based upon your know, projected occupancy of the two spaces held on the south end of the Hall of Fame. Without full confirmation, we did not mention it on the air because we wanted to be sure that this was going to be their final decision. Right. We contacted them again. It was their final decision, and if and we'll get and we'll get to the, the uh, a problem here, which you know we didn't just make up. We didn't create. Yeah. This is something that I think the Hall of Fame has to answer to, and we'll get to that in a minute. Yes, it's, I think it's important to point out. Uh, because I spent a lot of time on the phone yesterday. Uh, it was almost like I had to work <laughs> all day, Jeez. both of us. And uh, you know, I, so I spent a lot of time on the phone yesterday. And uh, one of the one of the uh, people uh, that I spoke with were the uh, was the owner and the uh, public relations person for a place to be. And the misconception that they're somehow involved in this, they are not. As a matter of fact, I wish Kaczynski was still here so we could go get us some breakfast this morning down at the place to be. Yeah. Um, because it, the, the Hall of Fame's realty company is the ones that mentioned place to be as being the issue, that, that, that this is the new business that moved in there, this is why we can't have this capacity. That was misconstrued by many people as if it was the fault of the place to be. That is not the case at all. No. At all. Uh, they are a good local business. They do a lot of work for the community. They did the pancake breakfast for free. They had no idea that this was their name was being even mentioned by the Realty Company of the Hall of Fame, and they had no involvement whatsoever. There would have been no reason to even bring them up, frankly. No. They're not responsible. No. But it was the Hall of it was the management company of the Hall of Fame parking lot that chose to do that. And the Hall of Fame tried to backpedal that uh, you know, later on in the day. Mm -hmm. But I talked to uh, Western Mass News yesterday. They, they did the story, and I thanked them for that. It was, it was great to have them come out and cover this because 
the the anger and frustration that people felt was even a surprise to me. I mean, I thought that you know we'd get some, you know, that there would be plenty of people that would you know question this decision. I didn't expect the reaction that we got. Yeah, here's the audio from Western Mass News, whose reporter Kristen Burnell was all over the place yesterday reporting live at the Hall of Fame and here at Rock 102. Springfield's annual Mayflower Marathon has helped raise money for the community organization Open Pantry every November. While local radio Rock 102 morning host back Steve and Dave, previously Bax and O'Brien, broadcast the event for 52 hours straight. The popular event has been held here at the Basketball Hall of Fame for over two decades, but Bax tells us that is no longer the case this year. We received an email last week that said because of capacity issues, uh, they could no longer accommodate the space for us. Bax tells Western Mass News this decision was disappointing to hear. My initial reaction to it was uh, shock because, you know, you know, for 28 years we've raised, you know, several millions of dollars for the open pantry. You did a great job, by the way, Bax. Thank you. Western Mass News yesterday. They, they also spoke with open pantry executive director Terry Maxey, who said this about the situation. We are the largest food pantry in Western Mass, and to not have it in Springfield, you know, it, it, it will be truly disappointing. Yeah, thanks to Western Mass News for the audio. Yeah, and, and, and to be honest, I mean, the, the people at the open pantry are awesome. Terry Maxey is one of the reasons why I love doing this right. this event. You know, one, he and I get to hang out for, for for a couple of days, and then two, I mean, we're both very passionate about this. I have to applaud Dom Sarno because uh, he was a real hero in this yesterday. Um, he wrote a he wrote a a letter to the Hall of Fame uh, that said, uh, "I respectfully reach out to you to please reconsider your decision to not have the annual Mayflower Marathon done by the top-rated Rock 102 back Stephen Dave Morning Show, which benefits thousands of individuals and families dealing with food insecurities in the Greater Springfield area through our open pantry operations." This event has been held for over 25 years and has caused no prior disruptions and or complaints from your establishment. It has received a tremendous amount of goodwill from all involved, including you, the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. You indicated that a new business has complained. The new business states they know nothing about it and want to assist this traditional and feel-good pre-Thanksgiving event. Please, I once again ask you to reconsider and keep this win-win situation for all involved and not the public relations disaster that it has now become for our Basketball Hall of Fame. Feel free to reach out to me. Stay well. God bless. Respectfully, yeah. uh, Dominic J. Sarno. Again, the place to be did not complain about any of this stuff, and they got caught up in it's like collateral damage now of right. of the actions of the realty company of the Hall of Fame. Now, here's here's uh, something else that came up later. Uh, John DeLiva, the president of the Hall of Fame, responded to this, wrote to uh, wrote to the mayor, and uh, this is part of what he said. Uh, no, a place to be is not the reason for these actions, and that business uh, and that business never expressed any concern about the specific event, and frankly has no context to do so. To suggest any objection on their part would be in total error and totally inappropriate. Oh, then why? Absolutely. Did you so then, why did your management company <laughs> right. throw them under the bus? Uh, to, uh, and I can't believe they wouldn't know about that. Of course. Uh, there seems to be some underlying notion that the Hall of Fame has some nefarious intent with this action first communicated last fall. Nothing could be further from the truth. We have gladly, and I think with great hospitality, hosted this event for about 25 years and was happy to do so. Lots of resources uh, from the Hall of Fame and property management were donated each year to the effort with pleasure. To demonstrate our ongoing support, 
for the Mayflower Marathon and its good works. It is established and and it's established and as it establishes a new home, I'm happy to commit a gift of five thousand dollars to the marathon on behalf of the Hall of Fame. Hmm. And Colebrook, our property management group, has committed an additional twenty five hundred hours. For a total of $7,500 to the event. If it is helpful to Mr. Maxey at the Open Pantry, we'll have that gift immediately given uh, current economic circumstances. We'd be happy to accommodate it and uh, vitality of the marathon if Rock 102 wishes. Now, uh, this information was also passed off during the Western Mass News uh, story. They mentioned uh, this, and there are some people that have suggested, well, you, you, you know, that, that's just a buyout. You shouldn't accept that money. You know what? It's not my decision to make. It's really the open pantry's decision. If mm-hmm. if they want to accept that money, they should do it. But it's not going to be. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be no influence on my part or anyone else's part for whatever they decide to do. Having said that, um, I am surprised that the Hall of Fame, you know, it's is saying one thing about the place to be, but then doing something else. Yeah. The mayor later on after this. Uh, after this email was sent, uh, said, uh, thank you for your response, clarification, and generous donation uh, to this much-needed and worthy cause. I still, like many others in the Springfield community, maintain that as part of your community outreach, the Mayflower Marathon would continue to be a mutually beneficial event in part of your parking lot area. Again, I would like you to reconsider your decision, stay well, and continued success, Dominic Sarno. Damn. Again, he's saying, uh, listen, uh, thanks, but you should still be doing this at the right, Hall of Fame. Right. Now, here's the problem we have. The Mayflower Marathon is going to happen one way or another. It is not going to go away. And as long as I'm working here, and I assume you, you know, any of us are working here, this is still going to go on. Uh, there has been a real outpouring of support for our position on this. And a lot of people have made some very, very interesting suggestions about where we can hold this. We don't need the Hall of Fame to make this a success. What we need to make the success is you, the people that donate. That's really what this is all about. It's really about, you know, can we provide a facility, a space that is easy to get to, has enough space to accommodate our needs in this, provide uh, access to electricity and Internet and make this what I hope will become the most successful Mayflower Marathon that we have ever had. Um, To accommodate these suggestions, uh, it's really hard to take it all from social media and emails and and have it all in one place. So we've actually created an email address for those who would like to make suggestions or would offer their spaces to accommodate the Mayflower Marathon. The email address is mayflower at rock102.com. Mayflower at rock102.com. If you have suggestions or uh, even even some concerns, yeah. that's the place to go. S- send them there because it's hard when you got multiple players uh, here, the three of us plus you know anybody upstairs where people are just throwing suggestions out, which is great. We we like the suggestions, but we got to aggregate them and put them in one place. So uh, Mayflower yeah. at rock102.com. If you have a suggestion or anything that uh, you, you might think is pertinent to this. So here's a list of some of the places that were mentioned. And, and I don't want to go and, and you know, critique any of these places yet because there's a lot of considerations involved. People are saying MGM, The Big E, Union Station, uh, Fort Street, Nathan Bills, mm-hmm. Eastfield Mall, uh, the Eastman Building in the, in the Orchard, uh, Enfield Square, Century Center in West Springfield, 
uh, the Comcast building on uh, on Main Street. Wyckoff. Wyckoff Country Club mm-hmm. in Holyoke was it? I've heard someone mention uh, a space in uh, uh, Northampton. Yeah, I, in, in in a perfect world, we'd love to keep this in Springfield, uh, obviously. But that might not be possible. It might not be possible. Right. Just simply because of you know where some of these places uh, you know lie, and we and you know nothing is off the table. We haven't had a chance to really discuss any of these options in real detail yet, but we're going to have to make a decision fairly quickly. I can't wait to take a picture of the sad, empty parking lot on the days of the Mayflower Marathon down at the Hall of Fame. We're going to have to send somebody down there and get uh, get a get a photograph. Well, I don't know. You know, the capacity is pretty limited there, yeah, so yeah. You, yeah. you might need a you know <laughs> real focus on the camera there to you know to to capture that small space that they have. For parking, down you, at the you know what Hall I would, fame. you know what I would love to know, and I have never heard this statistic mentioned mm-hmm. since the Hall of Fame opened their new building. I've never heard any story about the capacity of the underground parking garage over there. I'm looking for it right now. I've been looking for the last five minutes online for parking capacities at the Basketball Hall yeah, of Fame. And they, I can't find it anywhere. But, but not just the capacity, mm-hmm. but how often it's used right? and I, how many spaces remain empty. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. I don't think a lot of people know about that because it's not that visual to see when you drive in. You have to drive down that little chute on the on the what is it the west the, the yeah the west side of the of the parking lot you got to kind of drive down that chute in order to get down there and when you go down there there's hardly any cars down there mm-hmm. even on a busy night at Max's or uh, Plan B or That's whatever right. yeah and, and to be honest I've never I've never been in it I've never mm-hmm. seen how many cars because I mean this I mean there's always been ample parking on I, either side of the building I learned about that years ago when we when the uh, the radio station made us stay over uh at the at the Hilton Garden Inn because there was a snowstorm coming so let's take you away from your family and put you up in a hotel for the night so you could get here in the morning and uh and that's when I found the garage and I'm like this is great because now I don't have to clear my car off in the morning I can just get in it and uh, and walk away I had to trek across the parking lot from the hotel to the garage you still but had to drive all the way to East Long Meadow yes but uh but but, but yeah you, people don't even know that thing exists in there yeah and I would love to know how often that parking lot gets full? I'm going to guess never, almost never. Yeah, and yet there's not enough space to accommodate everything we do, and we'll be happy to throw a new business under the bus to prove our point. Right, I just don't get it. It's 6:25. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Hey, everybody! With a reminder from Bateris, and we're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Yeah, it's going to be pretty nice today, but maybe not so much tomorrow. High 80s today. High 80s tomorrow. The difference is today there's lots of sunshine. Tomorrow, pretty good chance of rain and maybe even some small hail. Uh, later on this morning, Dominic Sarno, the mayor of Springfield, will be joining us to uh, have a little chit chat. Can't imagine what we'll be talking about, mm. but we'll be talking to him after seven, and then after eight o'clock, Cy Kern and the lead singer from the band The Fix. I'm sure, you remember them from the 80s. We're talking to Cy uh, after 8 o'clock. They're going to be coming to uh, the Boston, so we'll let you know about that. And now it's time for Today I Learned with back Stephen Day. Are you sure you have the capacity to deliver Today <laughs> well, I Learned? I was going to say, uh, today I... Well, go ahead, well today I kind of feel incapacitated. Yeah, mm. today I learned that the Basketball Hall of Fame uh, speaks out of both sides of their mouths. <laughs> See? Just like me. 
<laughs> yes, but in a worse, much worse, worse way. Thank you, Steve. Yes. Just I'll you take a, that as a huge compliment. Take that as a compliment, Dave. Uh, so, uh, you know, we've been or talking. Or will you? <laughs> well, to be determined. So, uh, you know, they really, the, their realty company releases a statement yesterday uh, uh, saying that due to the capacity issues, we're not able to hold the uh, Mayflower Marathon in our parking lot because of the introduction of this new restaurant, this place to be, which basically threw that restaurant under the bus, and everybody assumed that that restaurant is the responsible responsible party for making us not be there. That is completely untrue. And then uh, when the Basketball Hall of Fame uh, director, John DeLiva, he uh, releases the letter yesterday afternoon saying, I don't know how to place the big guy into this whole thing. And I'm like, uh, because your company uh, released that information with that name in it? <sighs> I also learned there's a lot of red tape around here. <laughs> you know, all that stuff. And, oh, uh, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. So uh, that uh, and that is Today I Learned with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. We have the capacity for news, and we'll get to that next with Back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. The Free Music Friday concert series returns to MG. 632 with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So apparently Rock 102's Mayflower Marathon, an institution, is looking for a new place to host the popular and productive November event because the Basketball Hall of Fame announcing they're no longer going to be able to hold it at their location due to a lack of capacity. You know, I just uh, just thought about this. Mayflower Marathon is now homeless. Oh, yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. I never really connected to that until this very moment. That is weird. It, it, you just blew my it? mind, Did I just dude. blow your mind? Yeah. Just, Dave, did I just blow your mind? I blew your mind, didn't I? Well, yeah. Now we should start making up some cardboard placards with the uh, magic marker on them right <sighs> away here and start uh, begging for a new location, maybe. We could go out, go out to street corners, maybe, and do that. You know, uh, speaking of which, uh, I, I always appreciate the panhandlers' creative ways mm-hmm. to get things, you know, to get money. Right. There's a guy down uh, on the corner of Union Street and, uh, what is it, East Columbus Avenue? What's yeah. the one where the pride is right there? Is that east or west? I can never tell. I can never tell. Well, whatever. He stands on the corner and he sells bottles of water on hot days. What a genius idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because he's probably getting the water uh, for wicked cheap. And it's probably an appropriate markup. And then uh, he's selling it for a buck a piece at the, at the corner. Now, if you sold 200 uh, bottles of water in a day, you'd have 200 bucks. Assuming Depend- you're only selling it for a dollar. Like, your, your profitability is only a dollar. Oh, I'm sure he could get more money for it. I'm but, sure there uh, is. But li- I like the idea that you get something in return mm-hmm. for your donation to the, uh, the indigenous. What are they? How do you, in, in, no. It, uh, indigent? No. Uh, uh, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, that you're getting something in return. One time I gave a guy up in Northampton $5, and he's like, hang on. And he goes over to his little bag on the traffic island, and he comes back with two cans of Guinness. Wow. And I'm mm, like, but- I wasn't drinking the Guinness. So I wasn't going to, because this Guinness was disgusting. But uh, the idea that you got something in return. I think that that should be more of a thing. I was once asked if I had uh, $5 for a guy who allegedly needed to uh, take a bus ride home. And I said, well, I would be happy to give you $5, but all I have are these uh, crisp $50 bills. Can you, can you, uh, can you, you know, break a 50? And he said, sure. And then I asked for a receipt and then I, uh, you know, consider that a uh, charitable donation and wrote it off of my taxes. 
To your point, Steve, I've noticed that they're now using different (laughs) methods to try and attract cash. Like, for instance, I saw a hot homeless chick. Enfield? Uh, It may very well have been Enfield. We've talked about this homeless lady for, well, we, you know, this uh, this panhandler for a while. And, and, but it's interesting. Would you give to a hot looking or more presentable looking homeless person as opposed to somebody who looked more disheveled? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> well, there's my point. And mm-hmm. to your point, too, Steve, that they're using different strategies now. Yeah, I mean, to not, to, not to impose gender roles I, no. by any means, because no. that would be insensitive. But sure. I think, you know, if it comes to a, a woman who is looking for a few dollars, uh, yes, I think we would all be willing to give a better looking woman or more presentable woman a few more extra dollars mm-hmm. than a disheveled man, where a man probably needs to look real bummy and raggy, maybe. and then you'll give him yeah. uh, you know, a few extra bucks. Although it, maybe a woman would give money to a more presentable clean shaven man yeah who See, knows this, this this is the problem because yeah. you know you know, gender roles sexism misogyny yep. it all it all works together and I, and I and i just you know there's a part of me that feels uh you know wrong about it which is often why i roll up my windows and ignore them mayor dom sarno will be joining us at 705 to talk about the story regarding the mayflower marathon and while the basketball hall of fame is no longer playing ball with us you can play pickleball in South Hadley soon. The fastest growing sport among seniors will soon be unveiled at South Hadley's Buttery Brook Park. Important to the town because about 32% of the residents of South Hadley ages 55 and older, and pickleball is the fastest growing sport among seniors. So through community and local business donations, the town able to raise money for the construction of the courts. On August 8th, there will be an official ribbon cutting and a learn how to play pickleball clinic. It's just what ping pong, right? Isn't that what that is? No, kind of, a giant game of ping pong. Kind it, of. It's kind of like a like you know badminton with a wiffle ball. Yeah, yeah. So, so maybe somewhere in between the two. Uh, and you do hear the loud clacking of the plastic wiffle ball with the wooden paddle. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sort of on a. I guess you play on a slightly smaller tennis court. Yes, yeah. I have a friend who's uh, wicked into. Uh, pickleball, mm-hmm. wicked. He's almost like a, he's almost like a local legend uh, in in many many respects in pickleball circles. What's wow. his name? His name is Mister Pickleball. You know, uh, uh, now I can't. I don't want to say the name of the place because I don't want to. Uh, What's it rhyme with? It's in downtown Springfield. It's uh, the market with the guy. He's got all the stuff inside with the bocce and all that stuff. What's the name of that place? Oh, uh, Mama Enrico's. Mama Enrico's. That's the Mama Enrico's. I just couldn't think of the name of it offhand. But uh, you go in there, it's like the 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 bocce ball uh, trophy uh, display. There's trophies for bocce ball all over that place. When I was it's, when you know, I was a young, that's a good place to go if you want a like a little Springfield history museum. You okay. go into Mama Enrico's. All right, got a bunch of good stuff over there. And all you know over. what? Play a couple rounds of booch while you're at there. I love bocce ball. And I also would like to try pickleball, so I might head head over to Buttery Brook Park, where they'll have plenty of parking capacity if you're interested in pulling up and playing a little pickleball. I, I don't know. If you show up in a Rock 102 t-shirt, they may not want you there. Could be. <laughs> the Crown Act is now official. Governor Charlie Baker signing it into law yesterday. The bill, creating a respectful and open world for natural hair, thus the acronym CROWN, this particular bill prohibits discrimination based on natural and protective hairstyles, including braids, locks, twists, and bantu knots. It also blocks Bay Staters from being denied employment or educational opportunities due to their hairstyles and textures. The Crown Act, now official. 
Thank goodness. A police. A lot, lot, lot of people suffering out there as a result of this. Wouldn't affect us, I guess. Bax, you got a beautiful well, full head of hair. Oh, I've got a luxurious head of hair. Uh, I mean, you should it, see it. I'm my, close. Mine is thinning, and Steve has none. I didn't have to do the lice check at the camp the other day. So there you go. You can comb your yeah. hair with a sponge. Right. A police dog shot to death during an hours-long armed standoff in Fitchburg is the first police canine killed in the line of duty in the state of Massachusetts. Frankie, a highly decorated member of the Massachusetts State Police, earned many medals and citations throughout his career. He was shot to death in a standoff between police and a suspect who later turned the gun on himself in Fitchburg. That's an interesting uh, thing. I, I, th- th- that's the only police dog in Massachusetts? Killed was, in the line of duty. That's weird. Yes. I don't know. It's hard. It's, it's not... I'm not saying it's fake. I'm just saying it's hard to believe that yeah, because yeah. you think of all the, the incidents that police get involved in, uh, especially with canines when they're on the hunt for a suspect, you think there'd be at least two. Mm-hmm. Not that there should be any. I'm just saying uh, it's oh, I a agree. surprisingly low number. In Westfield, being caught shoplifting, not enough for a suspected thief on East Main Street last week. So after being released from custody, according to... MassLive.com, the alleged shoplifter, went right back to shops in the same neighborhood. Westfield police say leading to his arrest and the arrest of three others on charges including shoplifting, receiving stolen property, and possession of both heroin and cocaine. Police finding Michael Mulvaney was in possession of what appeared to be stolen property from a nearby Home Depot in Westfield. And... They told him about that. They took him into custody, and they released him on his own recognizance. So he went straight to another area and shoplifted some more right after that. And Well, the cops just took all my stuff. I have to go get it back somehow. Yeah, I guess you're right. Detective Scott Schuster reporting that uh, after Mulvaney was released, he watched as Mulvaney made brief visits to three stores in Westgate Plaza on East Main Street and shoplifted again. Then he got into a car with his friends, and they were all busted on drug charges with the heroin and cocaine Uh, on the inside of the car. Go out trying to have a good day, and it all gets ruined by the cops. Mm -hmm. Crazy. In Amherst, cleaning, resetting, and repairing dozens of headstones and monuments is underway in historic West Cemetery, once known as the Center Burying Grounds. Contractors from Ludlow Memorial Company have been working at the downtown cemetery, Poet Emily Dickinson and members of her family are buried there. So they're repairing the headstones in Amherst at West Cemetery. So that Emily Dickinson, I guess, can live on in our memories even better. You, uh, you celebrate all of, her, uh, all of her work, don't you? You know, I was an English major. I can't name a single poem or even a single line from an Emily Dickinson poem. Hmm. Wow. Can you? No, <laughs> no. One, I'm a dude. Secondly, uh, I wasn't an English major. Mm. Robert Frost, I could. Uh, the two woods diverged at either. No, wait. Two roads divert. I don't remember. And miles to go before I sleep, and miles to go before I sleep. See, you know some of it. You wow, know some poetry. That, that's Robert Frost, right? I don't know Emily Dickinson. The only po- uh, poetry that I know by heart is about this guy from Nantucket. Yeah, but that's about it. Yeah, that's all. I know one by Langston Hughes. It's the shortest poem I know. I play it cool and dig all jive. That's the reason I stay alive. My motto as I live and learn, 
dig and be dug in, hey, re- in return. Do you have a story about the, the fire in the Russell paper mill? I, I do, but it's 643. And we'll okay. Unless you want you, you want to go ahead. Well, I mean, it's it, it's uh it, it, this thing has been on fire for the fifth time now in the last two years, and it's abandoned. It's an abandoned building. Some guy bought it for fifteen grand, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just oh, all of a sudden the thing just magically lights on fire yeah. five times in the in the last two years. You suspect arson? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Since nobody cared about that building before <laughs> somebody bought it for fifteen grand, it just seems like. Uh, what's going on here? Well, Do it's they... kind of like the serial shoplifter we talked about earlier in Westfield. Yeah. You just keep burning it until you get some money out of it? Is that the deal? Well, what? you know how lightning never strikes uh, mm-hmm. twice in the same place? Well, here it's struck five, five times. times. <laughs> in different locations of the complex. Yeah, too. no, that doesn't it, seem sketchy about that at it, all. It's not even like a fire reignited mm-hmm. that they put out. It's. I think that happened once. Yeah. That was the first, t- first and second time. But then the rest of them, the other fires have been on different locations of the property. Well. I don't know. Maybe six is a charm. Who knows? 644 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. The Mass Hat coming up. Wings. We love them. And we're going to celebrate our favorite finger food with the wing thing. Saturday, August 27th, built by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements and driven by Country Hyundai, Country Nissan, Northampton Volkswagen, Volvo Cars, Pioneer Valley, and Genesis of Northampton. Come spend the afternoon at the beautiful... Oh, too. It is uh, going to be mostly sunny today and nice. High of 87 tomorrow. Thunderstorms and the high of 85. It is uh, 56. I was waiting for that, uh, you know, the tail out of that. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Uh, the mayor of Springfield, Dominic J. Sarno, will be joining us next hour. And after 8 o'clock, Cy Kernan from The Fix. They got a brand new album out, their first one in 10 years, and they're coming to the area. I believe the Webster Theater in Boston in uh, August. So we'll be talking to Cy Kernan after 8 o'clock. And the Basketball Hall of Fame in November. No, I don't believe they're going there. Uh, they don't have the capacity for a show right, like that. That's what I was it's time for some stupidity right now. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. And we have a large capacity for stupidity here on this show. Here's a situation in Houston, Texas that made the news. A mother, father, brother, and sister all stabbed each other during a wild knife fight. It happened just outside Houston, where police were called to the home around 11 p.m. The fight started between the two adult siblings. The brother came home drunk with a handgun, got into a heated argument with his sister. You got your peanut butter and my chocolate? No, you got your chocolate and my peanut Mm -hmm. butter? Or somebody was going crazy over who was stealing the Eggos? Yeah, or, or, or maybe similar to the fight at Fenway that occurred on Monday, where one guy spilled his beverage on the other and a fight broke out. In this fight... All family members, the brother and sister, started getting physical, but he lost the handgun during the struggle. The mother and father jumped in to, quote, break things up, but it escalated, and at one point, all of them had a knife, and all of them had been stabbed. Fortunately Hmm. or unfortunately, everybody will survive. This Thanksgiving is going to be very tense. See, this is what would happen if you took guns away. You just have a bunch of stabbing victims. There's no five-day waiting period for a knife. No, there is not. You can walk right into a home goods right now and go get one. And then all of a sudden, we'd be putting regulations on home goods. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. There's a five-day waiting period on this potato slicer. 
And there may be some stabbing going on over the latest food item that's disappearing, the Choco Taco. The beloved Klondike, Klondike product, gone. Discontinued. This, this is an outrage. I know. Um, in all dis- full disclosure, I could mess up a box of Choco Tacos at in one sitting. Mm-hmm. The packaged ice cream in a taco-shaped cone, for those of you who don't know, has been discontinued by the Klondike folks. For those of you who don't know, who doesn't know at this point in their lives what a Choco Taco is? Well, and I've never actually had one. I know what, what, it, I know what it is. You've never had one? No, and now I'm out. I'm out oh. of luck. Unless the Klondike folks are saying that you may still be able to find some in certain stores where they have stockpiled the yeah. Choco and, Taco. And on the, on the black market. And by the time you get yours, they'll be uh, past its expiration date. Those things don't last forever, those delicious frozen dairy treats. Let me tell you something. If it were me, I would, uh, I would if I were the boss of the uh, Choco Taco Klondike Bar conglomerate, mm-hmm. I would uh, apologize for this egregious decision and say, Sorry, we didn't have the capacity to to uh, to build these, but to put these together and manufacture these choco tacos. But the overwhelming response has caused us to change our tune. Mm. However, each box will now cost you seventy five hundred dollars. The folks from Klondike did tell CNN Business in an email quote: "Over the past two years, we have experienced an unprecedented spike in demand across our part portfolio of products." So we had to make very tough decisions to ensure availability of our full portfolio nationwide. Taco, taco man. I want to be a taco man. I want to be a taco, taco man. I've got to be a taco man. It's 6.56 with back Steve and Dave. Mayor Dom Sarno is going to find that tough to beat coming up next hour. We've also got the 102-second sports next on Rock 102. Live in concert, Saturday nights at 9 on Rock 102. Complete concerts from rock and roll's great performers. Brought to you by Reynolds Farm and Greenhouse in Ludlow. On the next Live in Concert, we'll hear The Police, recorded live in 1983. Plus, we'll also hear classic live sets from The Rolling Stones, Tom Cochran, and John Mellencamp. Don't miss The Police, headlining the next Live in Concert, Saturday night at 9. Presented by Reynolds Farm and Greenhouse Ludlow on Rock 102. Hello friends, Bill Richard, Ford of Northampton. Are you planning a summer trip? Is your current vehicle on board with that? Please consider our premium quality Ford certified pre-owned vehicles. They are thoroughly serviced and boast a Ford-backed seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty, including 24-hour roadside assistance. We have Escape, Edge, Explorer, F-150, and Super Duty in stock, ready to make travel memories. Ford of Northampton, 968 Bridge Road, online at fordofnorthampton.com. Please continue to support our local businesses. The kids are getting so big. Yeah. Can't believe how fast Mark is growing. Before we know it, they'll be. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Grills, grills, grills. Weber, Big Green Egg, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, do you remember the Boston Red Sox? The Red Sox used to be a professional baseball team, but occasionally won World Series championships. Of course, that was a very long time ago. And since then, you almost never hear the words Boston Red Sox and World Series being used in the same conversation. Because as far as the World Series is concerned, Boston is a lost civilization, like the Aztecs or the ancient Moors. Nevertheless, there are times when lost tribes of New Englanders will gather to recall ancient stories of times when winning baseball games was happening all the time. And last night was one of those nights. 
As I'm sure you're aware, over the weekend, former beloved Red Sox slugger David Ortiz was inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Of course, he was inducted with several other people, but I don't really care about any of them. My focus is on Big Poppy. Last night, the Red Sox took the opportunity to celebrate his induction. They laid out, laid out uh, three World Series banners on the field, placed all three World Series trophies on display tables, which also included his Hall of Fame plaque. People were chanting. They were screaming his name. They were celebrating the brilliant career of arguably one of the most beloved players in Red Sox history. And from the pulpit, festooned with his number 34 jersey number, Big Poppy acknowledged this outpouring of emotion by saying, quote, Thank you very much, Boston. Here's your son. I love you forever. It was incredibly moving. And to celebrate his career and his many achievements, the Red Sox took to the field and got blown out by the Cleveland Guardians 8-3, falling swiftly into last place 17 games out of first behind the Yankees. Which brings me to this important question. Is there any other better way to celebrate the iconic career of David Ortiz than to hold it against the stark contrast to the miserable dumpster fire that this team has become? I would say not, because at this moment, I have never wanted to see Big Poppy back in the lineup more than I do right now. And I think that's really saying something. But hey, and if I'm yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You know, lots of people think that uh, if you're going to mow a lawn, you're going to have gasoline in that in that mower. It's loud, smelly, expensive, costly gasoline. Well, think about battery-powered mowers for a second. A battery-powered mower is light, easy to maneuver. You press a button, and you're mowing your lawn. And you can find all kinds of electric mowers right now at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock at 709 and John Mellencamp on Rock 102. Going to be nice today, but maybe not tomorrow. High 80s both days, sunshine and clouds today, and then maybe some rain and hail tomorrow. You know that Burger King they just built outside of MGM? Yeah. I went in there. I ordered a Big Mac. They gave me one. Of course. You know I can gargle with peanut butter? <laughs> well, it is oily sometimes. The natural stuff. No, you no, no. I can do the natural stuff. On the phone list right now, the greatest mayor this city has ever known. <laughs> the mayor of Springfield, Dominic J. Sarno, where the J stands for genius. Good morning, sir. How are you? I think it stands for jerk, too, so I don't know on that. But Justice! Jack, you Justice! Justice! And Steve, you... You summer camp wizard and Dave, the new apartment man. How are you guys doing? Thank you. We're Mr. doing okay. Uh, first of all, before we uh, we get into the real meat of this, I want to thank you uh, it, very sincerely. Uh, you know your involvement in yesterday's uh, debacle was greatly appreciated by everybody here. I know the open pantry appreciates uh, your intervention. Obviously, there's a there's a a, a big misunderstanding with some of the things that are being uh, you know projected here by the Hall of Fame as it re- re- as it applies to the to Mayflower Marathon in your opinion I-, I know you are not for this decision but what is it about um, the Mayflower Marathon in your view is so important to the city of Springfield well I got to tell you and I was telling uh, Steve when we just before he came on you know there's some storm co- clouds right now but, but I believe that there's going to be a silver line, whether we're able to get it back at the Hall of Fame or another Springfield site, because you're going to raise more money and more goods 
the benefit those families, thousands of families in need. And uh, that's always been your goal, the Open Pantry's goal and my goal. I've been coming to your event since uh, my days as a young city councilor. And uh, uh, when it came about, I know how much it means not only to uh, uh, Springfield, but the greater Springfield area with the food insecurities. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of families in need. COVID exacerbated uh, the situation. And, you know, the Open Pantry, Terry Maxey, the, the chair, Steve Penna, great, great people. I mean, they give of their, uh, uh, their, their heart and, and, and of their time. It's just a feel, it's a pre-Thanksgiving, it's a feel-good event. Everybody benefits. It's mutually beneficial. And um, so when there was mixed messages coming out of there, I, I wanted to uh, inquire, not for the uh, good of you, know, uh, you guys, me, or anybody else, but for the good of the open pantry and, and the people in need. It's been very successful. People making an event, uh, you, you know, there's spin-off activities and, and uh uh, you know, you've mentioned that place, uh, the place to be. They saw the, they saw what uh, is available there, their breakfast place there. They could see a tremendous amount of people coming yeah. down. Let's have a bite to eat or let's uh, patronize the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame or the uh, activities that are going down or the businesses down there. One thing I have to say is that in all the years you've held this, I've, and believe me, people know how to reach me and, and bitch and complain. I've never <laughs> heard one complaint. Uh, about your the event that you put down there from any of the businesses that are down there many are business owners are friends of mine and they'd be the first one to pick up the phone and say geez we have a situation here Dom can you look into it how can we get this thing um, resolved so uh, I'm not going to give up I mean that was a nice gesture that they came to the table with some type of uh, money uh, and uh, but I'm hopeful they can continue to relook at it if not as I told Steve yesterday morning, we'll find you some spot, uh, appropriate spot in Springfield. I think you have some good, there's some good ideas now, you know, and uh, we'll, you know, we'll go from there. But I can't thank you enough and the Open Pantry for what you, uh, you do, and it's very heartfelt, and you have a lot of fun, and you raised a lot of, you've raised a tremendous amount of money and a tremendous amount of uh, tractor trailers full of, uh, 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 you know, food products and uh, products people need. You can't put a price tag on that. It's needed more than ever now. So to me, I still maintain it's a win-win uh, situation. I still maintain and I will still continue to push that. I'd like them to relook at it, yeah. uh, number one priority. And number two, uh, if they don't, uh, then we'll find the appropriate spot to keep it in Springfield, keep the great work that you and the Open Pantry do going. Well, I, I want to mention that because you know, ultimately it would be our goal to keep it within the city. Um, yeah. But you know we have we have space yeah. you know considerations to to think about. We need you know electricity. We need uh, you know internet access, and you know all all the infrastructure that we've created over the years you know needs to be a part of this. And at the same time, you need easy access to get there. And there have been a lot of suggestions, real good suggestions that may or may not have the ability to accommodate. All those things. I mean, Springfield would be the best place to have it. I think all of us would agree with that. It may not be possible yeah, to well, do it. I, I, I know some of the places that have, you know, came off the top of my head, and others. Uh, you, know, you have Liberty Plaza. Uh, Nathan builds a Sullivan family. Nobody does a better job throwing massive community events than uh, the Sullivan family. That's a big lot there in Island Pond Road, Eastfield Mall. Our beloved, my beloved Elks, sixty-one. We've had a lot of big events there. They have a massive parking lot. Central High School, it's, it's a little difficult because uh, we're in session, but I remember during the height of COVID, we had the Oasis Food Pantry that we ran there. We had 
3,000 families that would come every Friday, but that's in session, and uh, that could be difficult. I know there was a mention of Comcast uh, down the north end, the building down there, too. So I'm sure there's other things, and I'm sure we have there's our friends that are outside of Springfield. We have many friends outside of Springfield that have legitimate spots. My, my goal still will be to continue to press the habit at the Basketball Hall of Fame, and maybe they'll reconsider it. Uh, I, I just think that... Uh, the way this, uh, you know, came about uh, has really been a, uh, a public relations uh, uh, disaster uh, for them. And I, and I pride myself that we have the, the Basketball Hall of Fame here in the city of Springfield. And, you know, uh, I, I think that's important that they should take note uh, of that. You know, I appreciate uh, John DeLiva and uh, uh, Jack Dill and, and uh, Mr. Colangelo, who's, you know, he puts his money where his mouth is, uh, what they the donation uh, that they made uh, to the open pantry, but this is it's bigger than that, and I, I think they're going to come to realize that it is bigger than that. And uh, but the whole point is, uh, it, it's about the open pantry and helping families uh, in need. And let's see what happens from there. I'm more than willing to work with anybody that wants to uh, work for the good of the city. I just think the way it came about, and there was mixed messages, and uh, you know, one statement comes out that. <clears throat> indicates it's because of business uh, situation. Well, I, I haven't received uh, any calls and complaints well, from that yeah. subsequent business states that, you know, we, we know nothing about it. We want to help. Right. So. This is, this is uh, Mayor Dominic Sarno on the phone. With you. And I, I, I agree. I mean, there's, there, you know, unfortunately, the place to be has kind of been thrust into the spotlight here. I mean, this is a, a, a new business to Springfield. It's been only, you know, in town for, for a couple of months. They've had a good opening. And, uh, you know, I think we all understand this has nothing to do with the place to be. No. They're not a part of it. They're not even complaining. They're saying, listen, no. we would be more than happy to participate in this. And yet it yeah. was it was the management company that uh, the managers of the Hall of Fame parking lot that were the ones that specifically stated them uh, in spite of John DeLiva saying, I don't even know how why, you know, these guys were even involved in this. I don't know why they're involved in this either. But I think it's yeah, and, unfortunate, and, and quite frankly, the place to be is a place I want to go to, if for any other reason but this, because I want to, I want to see a local business supported. Yeah, we and we again, we want to continue the success on the riverfront there, and and uh, there's things that we do to help out down there and help out the basketball. Again, they have a community outreach uh, obligation to the city of Springfield, and I consider this a community outreach obligation. Um, you know, I wa actually, Dom. Uh, before, I, if I could just interrupt you, that's what I wanted to ask you about: is what is that agreement that you have that the city has with the Hall of Fame? Is it specifically only for Springfield-based events, or is it uh, community outreach with different organizations throughout Western Massachusetts? No, they have it's uh, Springfield, but it's also for other organizations too, and that's always been a. Uh, something that's uh, uh, always been on my mind is stuff as as much as again there are there are business and I respect that but the more community outreach events you can do the better because it just builds your uh, your ground game there for people and builds your uh, uh, continues to cultivate new people coming to the Hall of Fame and they have to again they need to draw from uh, the region uh, they need to draw from uh, the United States even the world it's, it's the only one in, in, in the world but I just thought of it as, as a, uh, again, a, a good community outreach component that's been quite uh, successful. And, uh, uh, again, I, I did not hear any uh, complaints whatsoever pertaining to uh, uh, any businesses complaining of uh, uh, you know, 
parking yeah. issue here because of this because of your mm. specific event. But uh, again, I hope they would rethink it. Uh, that would be our number one goal. But uh, if they do not, uh, then we'll, we'll press on for appropriate um, site. But again, the way this came out uh, came out with mixed messages, and, and my concern is that the good work uh, of, that's being done by you and Open Pantry to help out uh, thousands of families, and it's really become a uh, uh, a, a great feel-good event. Well, you know, I, 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 I started this. We started this conversation off, you know, with me thanking you for what you uh, you wrote to the Hall of Fame, and then your response to uh, to their response. You know, I posted uh, I posted that your your statement online, and one of the things that uh, that nearly everybody was saying was that they were they were heartened by the amount of leadership you showed in that, and that and and then that and I have to agree. I mean, I really have to agree with what you did. I'm not just saying that to blow smoke up you, but I uh, but I really believe that to be true. I mean, this is a this is not a Rock 102 event anymore. It's not a radio station event. It's a Springfield community event and has been for 20 years. Yeah. To have this thing treated like you know it's an annoyance and it's in the way, I think diminishes what the whole purpose of it is, and it diminishes you know what the open pantry is all about i mean this to me the open pantry is an essential service for people who are at who are you know dealing with the worst possible time of their life and and you know to me there's a massive disconnect between the the mission of the open pantry what the mayflower marathon means and what the hall of fame's intentions are because it's not entirely clear what really is motivating this i don't believe it's a capacity issue that place has been a capacity in the past. We've never had a problem with parking, and there's a whole parking garage downstairs, you know, below ground that hardly anyone uses, other than employees of the Basketball Hall of Fame. I'm not really believing their justification for this, but I well, I, again, I, I had called Steve early yesterday morning and, and uh, on the QT. Say, let me, I'm going to inquire about the situation. Uh, and a lot of times, I told everybody. By the way, <laughs> and, and, I told I told everybody, and it doesn't make you know. I, 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 press or publicity. Now, I had press inquiries. That's why those statements were uh, released because my my uh, style. Let's try to get this thing you know resolved and, and and go from there. And then I was in meetings first thing in the morning into early afternoon uh, until I saw you know email responses. And by that time, uh, you know I had to respond to. Uh, 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 press inquiries on it. Uh, my whole goal here is about trying to get this thing resolved. I'd love to see it back at the Hall of Fame. I think it's a win-win. Uh, you know, if not, we'll, we'll work hard to find an appropriate spot in uh, Springfield. You know, for the cause. Uh, so, I, I think Steve will tell you. I call and say, "Gee, I'm going to inquire about this and find out what's going on and, and see what I can do." I'm always more than willing to try it. But it's, it's a. I mean, it's really become a tremendous. Tradition and like you said, uh, Bax, like, listening to you earlier this morning, you guys have raised millions and millions of dollars in uh, food products for families, thousands of families in, in need. And let me tell you, you know, you put food on your table. Uh, that's a big deal to help out uh, uh, families, and it's not just families that uh, you know have, have had uh, uh, challenges or issues. There's families because of this COVID and everything going on and mental health situations that. Um, you, you'd be surprised that I know we did the Oasis Food Bank at Central High School. Uh, the, the people, you, you know, the, they were in need, and 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 they were appreciated. They come there, but you know, you you, you sort of uh, put a picture of a person or a family in need. It's not always that. 
it's not always that. I mean, people are having trouble making ends meet right now, and you know, it's our obligation to help out as best we can to uh, you know to empower. But I commend you guys. Well, we, you, we, we commend you, and we appreciate uh, all your efforts uh, yeah. for that matter. And by the way, Bax, did I ever tell you that I once crossed the Sahara Desert hey, carrying hey, a camel on my back, yeah, only yeah, stopping yeah, I once? Tell you that I only stopped once because the camel downtown. was thirsty. <laughs> Yeah, that tagline you've given me a Mayor Dom Dom, which I get a kick out of. I hear it all the time at T-Birds games. When I march in parades, the last parade was East Lumino Fourth of July parade, the St. Patrick's Day parade. So it does uh, it does resonate. And you know what? It's good it's good to be able to laugh at oneself. And I and we can't take ourselves too seriously. And and, uh, and, and the business that I'm in. And uh, uh, but I appreciate what you guys do. And it and uh, in the morning, it's great the levity because. Every time you hear something about something bad going on, and, yeah. and it's it's good to laugh. Yeah. Dom, I, I appreciate you calling in today. It's a, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for everything you've done this week. We appreciate Anytime. it. Let's see what happens. I'll, All right. we'll, I'll work with them. Take All care. All right, Mayor Dom. You, you know, when Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone, he had three missed calls from Dom Dom. <laughs> <laughs> it's 725 with back Stephen Dave at Rock 102. 732 with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So this escalated quickly after we talked yesterday on the show about how the Mayflower Marathon will no longer be held at the Basketball Hall of Fame parking lot. We got lots of reaction from listeners on the phone, on social media. We had uh, some reporters from Western Mass News covering the story yesterday. They ran the story on their news channel and also online. And the Basketball Hall of Fame felt compelled to chime in as well with a statement that they gave us some reasons why they're no longer going to be hosting the Mayflower Marathon having to do with capacity issues and it's an ongoing discussion because we also got lots of people offering up their business space to host the event yeah actually it's been a little bit overwhelming of all the uh, the places that are offering their you know their their business, businesses, their parking lots. I mean, they're all great ideas, and there's a lot to consider. And uh, you know, hopefully we can make a decision on this pretty soon because we're not that far away from having to put all the, uh, mm. the the bits and pieces together for this. But we do appreciate everyone who has reached out on this, and, and it's, uh, it is very, very much appreciated. And last but not least, we appreciate Mayor Dom Sarno for reaching out as well with a letter that he wrote and joining us on the air earlier this morning. And if you want to hear the audio from Western Mass News, why, you can head to their website, or we'll have a portion of that where Bax was interviewed coming up and now hear this in about 15 minutes here on Rock 102. So Mayor Sarno also busy yesterday from his office, his communications director, Bill Baker, chiming in on a situation where Springfield residents are upset that their tires are being ruined in Springfield. Bill Baker released this statement in part saying, quote, the crack sealant done by an outside contractor, unfortunately, with recent heat wave and humidity did not help the curing of the crack sealant. And that was the problem why tires are being ruined all f- over Springfield. You got to fill the cracks. Yes. Ever have a sealant problem with your crack? Oh, I've had sealant problems with my crack. Matter of fact, I think I might have one in uh, just about five minutes. Yeah, you don't want it having no. uh, any leakage over there. Uh, I, I read something interesting when I was researching those uh, Today I Learned uh, things. Yes. That 80% of the road damage that happens in the United States is caused by truckers, yet the taxpayer is the one that picks up most of the bill for that. 
Well, aren't uh, truckers also taxpayers? Well, yeah, but I'm just saying like the general population, even though the trucking industry itself is the one that causes most of the damage. Yes. It's it's picked up by by the rest of us, but I it's just, uh, but it's all of us that use the highways and byways of this great well, big beautiful country of ours. That was the point that there's more cars out there that you or no no there's less cars out there that use the highways than the transportation industry does. I, I, you know what? I don't even have the thing in front of me. I could be making this whole thing up. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't sound believable. I got to tell you that. Uh, I just wanted a crap on truckers tomorrow. And today I learned we know what Steve will be talking about. <laughs> you want a crap on truckers? Are you out of your mind? Uh, speaking of truckers, a uh, big shout. Shout out to uh, to to Aaron from uh, uh, MB Tractor who uh, who came and picked up my implements yesterday. That sounds dirty, but it's it not. does. Yeah. What kind of implements? Uh, the bucket loader and the uh, snowblower. Ah, yes. Yeah. You need those uh, repaired, do you? Oh yeah. The uh, the snowblower is uh, like destroyed, and the uh, the bucket loader is uh, not in much better shape. So uh, he came and picked that up and uh, did a great job. I'm, I it's possible that if you'd gone on the air with this, you would have had thousands of people willing to lend you their bucket loaders. I don't need anybody to lend me. I have insurance, and the you know this thing is going to be repaired uh, or replaced or whatever they want to do with it. Uh, but uh, you know, a uh, big shout out to Aaron. He, he came out and helped me out. Springfield also busy with the city council voting to reject plans by Eversource to run a second natural gas pipeline through a large section of the city from Longmeadow Line into Springfield. The folks on the city council questioning the need for it and its potentially harmful impact on the environment. It was a 9 nothing rejection by the Springfield City Council. Two members were not m- present last night. It's kind of not a surprise, I guess, right, that they would reject that deal? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I can I can understand the need for it, but you know, nobody wants a pipeline in their backyard. I know I wouldn't. You I mean, don't want, you want me to lay pipe in your uh, in the rear? I don't want you laying pipe anywhere near around me. But on the other hand, I do love having gas. I know how to lay pipe, Bex. I bet you do. Mm-hmm. I bet you know how to lay cable, also. Oh, I know how to lay cable. In other political news, the Crown Act is now official. Crown is an acronym standing for Creating a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair. Governor Charlie Baker signing the Crown Act into law yesterday. The Crown Act prohibits discrimination based on natural and protective hairstyles, including braids, locks, twists, and bantu knots. Mm. It also blocks Bay Staters from being denied employment or educational opportunities due to their hairstyles and textures, something we don't have to worry about here on the Rock 102 Morning Show. Now, uh, we're talking about uh, all kinds of uh, all kinds of hair, right? I, I think it's inclusive, Bax. Um, I think I, I, and I'm reading from the story there where I covered the ones that were mentioned in particular, braids, locks, twists, and bantu knots. What about the long, straight, curly, fuzzy, snaggy, shaggy, ratsy, matsy, oily, greasy, fleecy, shiny, gleaming, streaming, flaxen, waxen hair? Uh, the councils would know about that, right? What about the twisted, beaded, braided, powdered, flowered, confettied, bangled, tangled, spangled, and spaghetti? Doesn't say anything about that, but I think it's all inclusive, Bax. All right. Well, I would, I, that's good to know. I would like to think that nothing is, is excluded in this. The Strathmore paper mill in Russell burning through the night. The fire at the former paper mill started Tuesday, burned through the night, continued smoldering early this morning as well. The police department, Russell Montgomery, broadcasting live to its Facebook page overnight. Firefighters from several departments working to control the flames 
again and demolish unsafe portions of the structure. Now, didn't they just finish uh, extinguishing the last time this thing was set ablaze? Um, like, didn't it take like forever to put out the last fire? <clears throat> well, like, I know the first couple it did because of the. Uh, somebody wrote me about that. I'm gonna uh, look at this. Uh, it, uh, it was a separate building that was on fire, but of course the intentions there is actually four buildings down there, two across from the bridge were the ones on fire uh, multiple times, as you mentioned. That was the one, I think that was the one with the giant paper rolls in there from, you know, when the place was abandoned. Yeah, and they couldn't, and they couldn't put them out because these, these things are huge. It's not like, it's not like your ream of paper we get from Staples upstairs. <laughs> these are like giant you know, probably uh, this, like industrial size rolls of paper. Yeah, probably like s- ten yards worth of uh, width of, of paper. It's crazy, but well, I don't know. There's something going on there. For those of you scoring at home, first congratulations. Second, it's the fifth fire at that particular paper mill in just the past two years alone. And by the way, the land had been purchased before the pandemic, and they had plans to turn it into a cannabis business park. Those plans were scrapped. Because of COVID-19. Well, we talked yesterday about how Mass Mutual is putting its logo on Red Sox jerseys. Maybe they can pony up some more money and put themselves on a sign at Fenway Park. The John Hancock sign is coming down at Fenway. In a letter to employees obtained by Western Mass News, John Hancock president (laughs) and CEO Marianne Harrison said the company's contract with the Sox coming to an end this year and, quote, The timing provided us an opportunity to align future community investments with our new global impact agenda introduced a few months ago. I love all these buzzwords that mean absolutely nothing. You know, uh, they have spent $170 million on this patch. I think that you should toss in the sign. Yeah. Mass Mutual shouldn't have to spend a dollar more than that. I mean, I I realize, listen, they, they, they uh, they want the promotion. They'll get the they'll get plenty off the sign rather than a patch that you can't see if you're you know sitting you know in the, in the if you're sitting in the bleachers or got you know you know green monster seats you're never going to see any of these patches. Well, the John Hancock sign legendary in center field at Fenway. What's next? The Sitco sign going to come down too? Well, the Sitco sign was off for many many years. I know. You know, and then it came back. Yeah. Thank Goodness for that. Yeah, you got to have those kinds of touchstones outside of a legendary park like Fenway. John Hancock. You mean Herbie Hancock. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if you notice, uh, any of you uh, notice that that uh, Red Sox fans and Fenway Park have a very hard time letting go of old traditions like mm-hmm. Curses and you know mm. losing streaks and uh, you know trading away valuable players to the Yankees. You know, mm. I mean that's the kind of uh, history we have. You know, losing like the the John Hancock sign. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, it's an, I guess it's a sort of an iconic thing. But you know, I mean, there are other people that could be you know easily use that space, and I'll get over it pretty quick. Like Buddy Wackett, for instance. Yeah, there you go. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to channel the same. One you talked about a moment ago. It's 742 with back Steve and Dave. We got lots to get to with regard to the the big story the Western Mass News reported on about the Mayflower Marathon's location. We'll get to that as part of Now Hear This straight ahead on Rock 102. Wesley, come on, we need to eat more beans. 
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 748, and the Black Crows are back. Steve and Dave in Rock 102. Mostly sunny today with a high of 86. Tomorrow, uh, thunderstorms possible with a high of 86. It is 62 right now in downtown Springfield. If you missed any part of today's show, including our interview with uh, Mayor Dom Sano, or if you're going to be able to, if you're going to miss our interview with Cy Kernan from The Fix next hour, check out the daily podcast after the show. It'll be available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Also, check out Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week, Doug Gillard from Guided by Voices. They're coming to the uh, Race Street Live in Holyoke on September 23rd. A great band. They got two new records out and another one on the way in the early part of uh, 2023. Cool interview, all available on rock102.com. Now hear this. Now hear this. It's just the normal noises in here. You hear me? You're only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Clip number one. There'll be a change in venue for our popular charity drive in November. Here's Western Mass News reporter Kristen Burnell reporting live from the Basketball Hall of Fame yesterday and from right here at Rock 102. Springfield's annual Mayflower Marathon has helped raise money for the community organization Open Pantry every November. While local radio Rock 102 morning host back Steve and Dave previously Baxton O'Brien broadcast the event for 52 hours straight. The popular event has been held here at the Basketball Hall of Fame for over two decades, but Bax tells us that is no longer the case this year. We received an email last week that said because of capacity issues, uh, they could no longer accommodate the space for us. Bax tells Western Mass News this decision was disappointing to hear. My initial reaction to it was uh, shock because, you know, you know, for 28 years, we've raised you know several millions of dollars for the open pantry. Back's great job, by the way, representing our interests. Well, I don't, I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but uh, you know, Western, I, I held my own on that one. Represent, yeah, you did. And Western Mass News also spoke with Open Pantry Executive Director Terry Maxey, who had this to say: "We are the largest food pantry in Western Mass, and to not have it in Springfield, you know, it, it, it will be truly disappointing." Our thanks to Western Mass News for the audio clips. You know what? Terry Maxey is the best. I love that freaking guy. I do. Mm-hmm. Have a blast with him every year at the Mayflower Marathon. Oh, yeah. He's we, a great dude. Great dude. We laugh like crazy, the two of us. And we do good work. And well, he doesn't uh, shame us for telling dirty jokes in front of him. He no. just keeps his mouth shut mm-hmm. and then moves on to the next subject. What the hell he does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Further clips from a story we covered in news about the damage to car tires for Springfield residents, something that uh, Mayor Dom Sarno's office had to chime in on yesterday as well. Western Mass News talking to some Springfield residents like Kathy Zachary. I immediately went and tried to remove the tar. It took me a couple hours, but it didn't matter because it was so hot, it kept reapplying into the threads. Um, I had to buy some products to get them out, um, use a credit, an old credit card to try to dig into the groove. I think she was talking about treads, not threads there. She meant to say treads, but nonetheless, tar in the treads, damage to tires, a big problem. Mm. That was Kathy Zachary. Western Mass News also talked to Mabel Sharif, who had this to say. It's costing a lot of money to get new tires because I still don't have all the tar off of my tires. Tar on the tires here in Springfield. You know, uh, the problem uh, is is that in this kind of weather, there's no way around that. 
You know, yeah, it, mm-hmm. like fresh blacktop is just going to get into your grooves all the time. You know why the ground is cracked, Bax? Why? Because I was doing push-ups on Rifle Street last week. <laughs> <laughs> I just pushed the earth down and it just yeah. shatters like a piece of glass. I bet. So Mayor Dom Dom's to blame for the tire problems. Uh, the potholes. We- it's not truckers, as you were saying last yeah, time around. He might have done us good with this whole Hall of Fame thing, but he's not a good politician. I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> well, he's you know, he's, he's uh, he likes to cause chaos. Listen, he could chew off your lug nuts with his teeth. Has he done that before? No, but there's always the first time. I'd like to see it too. Yeah, I spit them out and they became bolts again. I was just wondering if there was anything no, more. No, 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 we're waiting for it to hear this. Wow, I was waiting for more from Mayor <laughs> Dom Dom. He loves hearing it. I know we do too. Um, you've heard of two girls in a cup, right? <laughs> Have <Yes>. I? <laughs> So, I, I I never was there a video along with that by the way or not? Two girls in a cup. You've never seen that video? No, no. I heard about You've it. Never seen no. that video? No, 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 it's an experience you should tell me. Tell me about it. Tell me about. I it. don't know if no, we you can. can't describe even you can't? what it is. No, you can't. It's disgusting. Even, even yeah. if even if I try to, even if I sat you down and said, okay, Dave, I'm going to strap you down in this chair. I'm going to you know tie your hands with duct tape, and I just want you to listen to what I'm going to tell you. Mm. Even if I attempted to do that, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't do it justice. The better there's just, vi- there's just not words for it. The better videos were the reaction videos anyway. The ones where they never showed the video, they just saw it like. These kids were like showing, hey, grandma, come over here and watch this. And then they'd take their grandmother. It was a reaction. And they were, oh, my God, what are they doing? Is that not ice cream? You, I can't believe that in uh, all of this uh, broadcast nope. experience, you nope. never sat down and watched two girls, uh, one cup. Uh, I know what I'm doing later today when I get my Wi-Fi put in on my new apartment because they're coming between 10 and noon. I didn't realize they still had to do that. I have to be at my apartment between 10 and noon today for the cable guy. That's not bad. 10 and noon? That's yeah, a pretty good is, window. Isn't this something that they can now do remotely? I thought they could. Uh, yes. Well, they well, uh, it, like uh, Comcast will send you all the stuff. Like if You you can have the option of setting it up yourself, mm-hmm. and that way you get away from the service charge. Yeah. If it's something that easily hooked up, but I don't know how it works with new apartments. I don't yeah, know that might that be is. different. And I don't but, have Comcast. I got Cox coming over. Well, then all the do. more, all the more reason to watch two girls, one cup. Yeah, I got Cox in my apartment. Yeah, what do you bet, got. Yeah, bet you do. Yeah, no, you you uh, do yourself a favor. Yeah, uh, watch that today. All right, and then report back here tomorrow. I will. And then uh, we obviously we're not going to get your reaction, but I'm pretty sure we'll get your. A replay of it. I'll find a way to describe it. Even though Steve says you can't, I will. I will describe my experience tomorrow. How about okay, that? Okay, great. So and oh, don't don't be a wuss and, and only watch part of it. Okay. You got to you watch gotta, the whole thing. You got to watch the whole how, how damn long, thing. How long is the whole? It's thing? It's only a few minutes, but all right. that's all you really need. Anyway. All right, all right. I, I can handle that. Now I brought it up. <laughs> two girls in a cup because this is sort of similar. And if you guys want to follow along, or well, how do fo- you know it's similar if you've never seen it? Well, because I, I I've I've heard about the controversy. Let's put it that way. I'm two surprised you didn't have a buddy that showed you that. <sighs> Deprived, I guess. Yeah, like yeah. the buddy that's in the pregnant chicks. I thought he would have been the one to show you that. Oh, the one. Yes, the, that was a former intern who liked looking at pregnant chicks. Yeah, you're right. He probably maybe mm. he would have liked. It. I don't know. In any case, <laughs> this is similar to two girls in a cup. I think. If you guys want to follow along here, or maybe for those at home following along, you can put in Barcelona Guitar Trio, Michael Jackson's Billie Jean. 
That's like a lot of words. I know. Barcelona what? Guitar trio. Guitar. This is actually four guys performing Billie Jean. Clip number, I don't know, five? I'm waiting for the part where they poo in the cup. <laughs> Wait, don't give it away. <laughs> so the reason why this is special is because it's four guys, even though it's the Barcelona guitar trio, it's four men performing on one guitar. Okay. Maybe you're looking at the video right now. It looks dirty to me. I mean, they're all gr- kind of like, they got their arms around each other and they're kind of Thwacking on the guitar and they're Dude, th- using the frets and they're plucking the strings. This is all the more reason you need to watch the two girls one cup. Because right. when you realize what you're what you're suggesting, this is nothing like it. Yeah, this, this is, that video this- is like is like nothing you've ever seen before. Which I kind of knew. It was just an excuse to play this clip. What what's so dirty about that? It's just four dudes playing a guitar. It just looks weird to me if you look oh, at the video. It looks weird because that's the you're you're so used to the traditional way of somebody hmm. playing a guitar. At which he's holding, and uh, he's just getting an assist. Well, <laughs> how many guys could possibly play a guitar at once? I mean, is this the world record? I don't even know. Well, I, I, yeah, I, again, I, uh, I actually find it to be uh, quite fascinating. I'm waiting for the vomit scene, but uh, <laughs> nothing well, yet. Again, you're That's giving actually, the whole thing away. No, That's I'm actually not. pretty talented <laughs> because most people, I would think, were playing a guitar. I don't play an instrument uh, except the skin fluid, if you know what I'm saying. Hey, yo. And, uh, you know, to... to it's like writing with your left hand if you're right-handed. Mm-hmm. Like it's so it would be hard for me to do that because the guitar wouldn't be in the normal position that it's in. You're right. doing it from the other side. Right. It actually is it's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it is kind of cool. It just looks weird to me. It's 758 with back Steve and Dave. Coming up in the 102 second sports, a fight at Fenway Park has gone viral. We got details next on Rock 102. Rock 102. According to Bax and his view from the couch, straight ahead on Rock 102. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 812 and The Fix with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Great to hear that one. Good weather today, too. Uh, highs in the high 80s. Speaking of uh, The Fix, you know, when I was in high school, that was a big band mm-hmm. for us in high school. They got a, a brand new record out uh, now it's called uh, Every Five Seconds. It's their first album in 10 years but they've been touring ever since the early 80s and they're going to be at the wilbur theater on august 24th and uh, tickets are still available for that one and uh available at all the normal uh, ticket buying places and on the phone that's from the fix it's lead singer cy kernan good morning cy how are you i'm very well i'm doing extremely well in fact thank you uh, uh, you're so big it takes three of us to interview but <laughs> yeah right, right. <laughs> hey uh si, well, uh, you, so many a few bands manage to stay together as long as uh as you guys have and there's got to be a bond beyond the music is that uh, something i'm correct about oh very much so we've survived marriages and divorces and the birth of children and so <laughs> we really enjoy going on the road together as a group well, I, I just saw a picture of you. You you seem to have lost your baby fat pretty well. I mean, you, you've, you've you've really trimmed down since you delivered. So, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering how I was going to lose those last two pounds. But, you know, yeah, get, get out there on a sweaty stage. It's all good. Yeah, I I, I got to tell you, Sai. Uh, you know, the Fix was one of those bands in, in high school. I mean, you know, you know, reached the beach and shuttered room, and I mean, those were like the, like the soundtrack of my high school years. 
was the was the fix. Yeah. And it's really cool to know that you guys, like Steve said, you're you're not only still together, you're touring, and you got your first new album in ten years. Every five seconds, tell us about uh, tell us about the new record and and what took so long to put a new one out. Right. Well, I think um, we we've gotten fussier as we've gotten older, so we tend to write a lot of songs and then we decide because you have to live with these things a long time, and so we don't want to throw something that's just out there without really giving it the uh, respect that we want it to be received with because it's going to join a long legacy of albums as you've said you know back then when we were your electronic babysitters on early mtv they're <laughs> 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 still able to come back and there are a lot of people that weren't old enough to see the shows then or didn't have the time but now they do so our careers have kind of seasoned with people have know the older songs a little better you can drop a few new drops in there. Um, it's for a very interesting stage of our lives. And um, the audience that's come along has shared the same experiences. You know, we've all come from pen and paper. Now we're like lost in a social media breakdown. The world's gone crazy and we're looking for a bit of sanity at a rock and roll show. Imagine that. Imagine mm. that. And, and one of the songs, Wake Up, is getting a lot of attention on, on that album. Is there Was there a, an inspiration behind that one? Yeah, I just needed to get off my chair and stop shouting at the TV. But like, I needed <laughs> yeah. to join join in with what was going on outside my door. I mean, was it was it a Molotov cocktail or was it a Cosmopolitan? I wasn't quite sure. <laughs> the uh, the guitar work on that song is really really cool. It's just like a, a great tone of the guitar. Yeah, yeah, he really nailed it. I mean, Jamie's tones have been improving. Um, as he discovers and experiments with different amps and guitars, he's on fire, that boy, I tell you. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting that uh, you, you guys are, are still recording. You guys have never been off the road, as far as I can tell. I was looking at... Uh at uh, you know playlist dot com, you know, with the, like of your your touring over the years. Like, I don't think you've missed a year since in since the eighties. No, I mean, there's what what's not to love about touring? It's the best place. That's where music comes alive. There's no safety net. You can see the whites of people's eyes. You sell a few t shirts as well as just albums, and um, it's nice to just be out and about. You know, that's what music really is. It's a uh, a kind of a rallying cry for the tribe and it brings people in and it takes on its own life. Um, who wouldn't want to do that every day of their lives? Sure. Talking to Cy Kernan of The Fix on Rock 102 and uh, I see you were born in Wimbledon. Now, is that where the whole, the whole tennis thing happens and do, were you aware of it growing up on either a good or a bad basis? Yeah, I was born like 100 feet from center court and um, though I wasn't a tennis player, I knew how to swindle a couple of pounds out of people's pockets. I suppose, you know, when the, uh, when the, tu- the tournament's going on, you know, it's a great place to start picking pockets. Oh yeah. I sold a lot of sausages. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, they, the, were called, yeah, <laughs> they were called Oscars. I remember back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the fix is coming to the Wilbur Theater in Boston on the twenty uh, fourth of uh, of August. Um, I, I I I assume that you know when you're playing the new material, it's going okay, and people are responding to it pretty well. Yeah, they're really digging it. I mean, we've got a level of hardcore fans that is like, I'm like, whoa, calm down. It's 
it's incredible um, the response we've had, and uh, these songs are fitting in really well to the the legacy tracks. And so it looks like um, if I look at to where the line's pointing, it's forever and a day. We'll be around a lot longer, and um, touring is so much fun these days because it's a lot less complicated. We don't play the enormous domes anymore, so we're playing in a comfortable theater where it has a, a history closer to the fans, and it's not so neurotic and ego-filled. And and to get back, you know, on the road and in these venues after after COVID, it's got to feel really good for like you know, like a road warrior type of band like the Fix. Yeah, it's awesome. The smell of the grease paint and the roar of the crowd. I tell you, <laughs> I miss it. <laughs> or the roar of the grease paint, the smell of the crowd, depending on the venue. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, these days, it's, there's some pretty hefty perfumes out there. I tell you, I, was, I prefer body odor sometimes. <laughs> uh, your first name, Cy, comes from, I guess, Cyril, right? Is that what it says on Wikipedia? Now, is that a common name in England? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, it is. Uh, <laughs> I, learned, I learned from a very early on age that if you just abbreviate it, it seems a lot cooler. Yeah. So I just made it Cy. Oh. One interesting fact is it's lyric backwards. I thought I'll do that for a job. Oh, yeah, that's that? cool. And and the only other Cy I know of is Cy Sperling, who was the president of the Hair Club for Men here in the United States back in the day. Yeah, well, there you go. So if ever I lose my hair, I can slip straight in. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so Cy Curtin from the from the fix on the fall of this. You, know, I, you guys had your share of, of big hits in the 80s, but I mean, there were some tracks that 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 I thought was so good that didn't that didn't get played on radio here in the states. Things like you know, shuttered room and you know, lost planes. I mean, those are those were great songs back then. Do you ever find that you you get a chance to play those songs on stage too? We do actually. There's um there's a place for all these songs. If we we change the set slightly every time we go out, and it's always um, really fun for us to go and deep into the cellar and bring out a strange track that people haven't heard that often um, and it makes us remember who we are our point of view way back then when the fix was only just one x and then why we have two x's now and all that stuff <laughs> well when you when you do what you say and you say what you mean one thing leads to another it's doesn't true. it that's true yeah. there you go and then you run into some quotes of your own that are like ah oh, yes <laughs> i think I think the world hasn't really changed that much. I mean, I, don't, I think that's a good thing, and it's a bad thing. Some yep. of the songs scare me, the fact that they're still relevant today. It, it just shows me that I don't know if we're ever going to get off this merry-go-round of insanity of war, fear, recession, greed. These seem to be human traits that we're never going to shake off. So uh, um Maybe one day, you know, maybe someday, saved by zero. There you go. Yeah. You know, some people may not know the 1X versus 2X thing. I guess it was like a, a, in response to, like, drugs at the time. I had a, a sports segment on the radio 35 years ago, and I wanted to call it the sports fix with all the scores and comments, and they said, no, you yeah. can't do that. Yeah, Cy Kerner would have sued your ass right. in a heartbeat. <laughs> well, actually, I've had three divorces now, so we're thinking right it with three X's. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, the name of the new record is Every Five Seconds. The Fix is coming to the Wilbur Theater in Boston on the 24th of August. Cy, it's great to talk to you, and, uh, and best of luck with the, uh, with the tour and with the record. I'm really looking forward to Boston. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate yes, it, Cy. Thank, si. thank you. Take care, lads. 
GG Inks, screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your back. Heck, they make the Rock 102 shirts that we wear and give out to you at events. Find them online at ggink's.com. GG. Charts to become the highest uh, charting metal song of all time. With that Back one? in the 80s. With yeah. that one? Yes. I guess there would really be no other one for them. No. Well, know. no, I mean, they had other hits, but that was uh, that was the big one right there. It's anyway. spelled. Uh, it's spelled differently, by the way. It's not the... Uh, Come on, feel the noise is spelled differently than. Uh, well, it's a song by the band Slade. It's a cover song. C O M E. Yes. It's not. Right. It's the uh, other way. Right. Yes. H- and then noise is spelled N O I Z E. Man, I don't know how these, that, I don't these how these guys even get through high school. Isn't that the thing <laughs> that uh, used to take the pizza? No, 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 Steve. That's annoyed. No, no, no. That's what I am with you right now. Ah, oh, listen uh, to you. Yeah. How about you twisting the tables? Yeah. Set that one up perfectly. Yeah. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. The Free Music Friday concert series returns to MGM Springfield this Friday at the MGM Plaza in Springfield South End every Friday night through September 2nd from 730 to 9. Great local bands like Aquanet, Back in Black, Unforgettable Fire, Trailer Trash, Go check out mgmspringfield.com slash entertainment to check out the full lineup. White Lion Brewing will be down there, and local food trucks like Hot Oven Cookies, North Elm Butcher Block, La Mesa, Sun Kim Bop, and Holyoke Hummus. This week, it's the DMB Project, the Dave Matthews Tribute Band. Go see them live under the stars this Friday, only at MGM Springfield, your entertainment destination. If you happen to go in your basement and you see water all over the place, it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. When we announced yesterday on our show that our popular fundraising event, the Mayflower Marathon, would be looking for a new place because the Basketball Hall of Fame announced they're no longer interested in having it at their location, Western Mass News dispatched reporter Kristen Burnell to cover the story from Rock 102 and from the Basketball Hall of Fame. Springfield's annual Mayflower Marathon has helped raise money for the community organization Open Pantry every November. While local radio Rock 102 morning host Bax, Steve and Dave, previously Bax and O'Brien, broadcast the event for 52 hours straight. The popular event has been held here at the Basketball Hall of Fame for over two decades, but Bax tells us that is no longer the case this year. We received an email last week that said because of capacity issues, uh, they could no longer accommodate the space for us. Bax tells Western Mass News this decision was disappointing to hear. My initial reaction to it was uh, shock because, you know, you know, for 28 years we've raised you know several millions of dollars for the open pantry. You sounded and looked fantastic on the tube yesterday. I uh, let me tell you something. When you've got uh, these kinds of looks, you don't want to you don't want to shy away from it. And no makeup either. No, and uh, they say that the the camera adds 10 pounds. Mm. I think it's at least 30, 35. Um, yeah, thanks to uh, you know, thanks to the Western Mass News for covering the story. Thanks for uh, for, for Kristen Burnell. Uh, for coming out and the uh, photographer that uh, that joined him, uh, that joined her. Um, just to just to clarify something that was kind of uh, tossed around yesterday, the place to be uh, is a new restaurant at the Hall of Fame. Uh, they were mentioned in the email that was sent to Rock 102 as being uh, having you know, specific needs for uh, for for space and parking. And uh, the the Hall of Fame refuted that they had anything to do with it, and we knew this wasn't had anything to do with do with them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, they reached out to us. They didn't know that this was coming. They they were looking right. forward to helping us during the Mayflower Marathon. And I don't want anybody to have any bad feelings towards them. They're you know they're a brand new business in town. I think we should welcome them. Uh, do whatever we can to support them. I think that's really really important here, and not to cast aspersions on them simply because they may or may not have specific needs in that parking lot it was the reality company of the hall of fame that released that information that they like the reason why this is happening was because of the place to be that is not the case at all no so they just happened to throw that business under the bus and trying to defend themselves springfield mayor dom sarno also got involved in the brouhaha, he sent a letter to the Basketball Hall of Fame and asked them to reconsider their decision to not have the annual Mayflower Marathon on their premises. And then he joined us on our show earlier this morning as well. Thanks yeah. to the mayor for that. And the Hall of Fame and uh, and the management company of the uh, the parking lot have offered to make a donation. The mayor responded to that and uh, said, I still think you should be <laughs> hosting the Mayflower Marathon. Yes. So, I mean, you know, it's up to the open pantry what they want to do with that donation. If they want to accept it, fine. If they don't want to accept it. That's really up to them. Um, that's not up to us. It's not up to us to say you can't have that money or or whatever. So, yeah. you know, that's, you know, whatever. But moving forward. We have to find another place, and if uh, you have a place that you'd like us to consider, you can email us at mayflower at rock102.com. One place we may not consider is the Strathmore Paper Mill in Russell. Started- I don't know. There's plenty of space yeah. out yeah, there. Yeah, it's all, it's all cleared. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the fire started again, the fifth one in the last two months. Started Tuesday, burned through the night, and continued smoldering. May still be smoldering this morning. Firefighters uh, firefighters hard at work in Russell, the Russell Montgomery Police Department, also saying that firefighters working to control the flames and demolish the unsafe portions of the structure. I like, Which I think would be all the structure. I like barbecued paper. That's delicious. Yeah, I bet it's uh, really, really good. But uh, put a thick, sweet, and smoky hickory sauce all over it. But I think delicious. when you when you smoke something, yeah, you don't need to do it five times. No, <laughs> usually one time on the smoker, right. and that'll be it. The firefighters were assisted by area firefighters from as far away as West Springfield, who were dispatched to Russell to help put out the blaze. The well, Crown. Sorry. No. No. Go ahead. The Crown Act is official. Crown stands for creating a respectful and open world world for natural hair. Crown. Governor Charlie Baker signing it into law yesterday. Crown prohibits discrimination based on hairstyles like braids, locks, twists, and bantu knots. And it also blocks Bay Staters from being denied employment or educational opportunities due to their hairstyles and textures. I, I understand the need for, for that for that type of thing because there are you know it's it's really focused i mean it's not really but it's focused on everybody but black women were getting in uh, discriminated against mm-hmm. because of you know whatever hairstyle they were wearing how as an employer though like it's easy to still discriminate against somebody you don't have to give a reason why they didn't get a job so how do you get how do you decipher who is well, i think it, i think it depends on the situation mm-hmm. you know, if they're what does the guy from the jersey shore have to do with this different situation but uh-huh. i like where you're going with mm-hmm. that because it's a hell of a show i think it depends on uh, on each individual case <clears throat> if in a for example in an interview the person interviewing the applicant 
focuses on the hair and winds up asking a couple of questions and that person doesn't get the job. Mm-hmm. It would be easier to assume that part of the reason why they didn't get the position was because of their hairstyle. And I think that that's wrong. I mean, you should, you know, hair aside, you should be judging somebody based upon their qualifications for the job. And the ability to do that. And the job. ability to do the job. Hairstyle should be largely irrelevant. I mean, you know, there are some people I've worked with in the, in the past whose hair is ridiculous. But yet, did I necessarily, uh, you know, categorize them or diminish their abilities simply because of their hair? No, I categorized them and diminished their abilities because they had none. Oh, there you go. You're, that's that's it. the kind of guy you are. Is that wrong? No, that's not wrong. That's not wrong. In Westfield, being caught shoplifting, not enough to deter a guy, a suspected thief, from going back and doing it again. After being released from custody, the alleged shoplifter went right back to shops in the same neighborhood. According to Westfield police, led to his arrest and the arrest of three of his buddies on charges including shoplifting, receiving stolen property, and possession of both heroin and cocaine. So it escalated very quickly for 35-year-old Michael Mulvaney from Holyoke. He was in possession of merchandise, which appeared to cops to have been stolen from a nearby Home Depot store in Westfield. And so he was apprehended. He was told that a criminal complaint would be filed charging him with larceny of property valued less than $1,200. So something that maybe he could deal with. Well, instead of behaving himself, he didn't go home when he was released. He went to another series of shops at Westgate Plaza on East Main Street and stole some more. Then he got into a car with his friends as police watched, and they were all busted on drug charges with heroin and cocaine in their possession in the car. Can a couple of dudes around town have a good time together? Without the cops getting involved and destroying all the fun. Bunch of buzz killers, those cops. No kidding. Yeah. Just Breaking a, up our party. Yeah. Our little shoplifting party in here. You guys come along and ruin it for us. Clearly, these are just a bunch of rambunctious utes. I'm sure they had uh, you know, they had their reasons for breaking into all those stores. Uh, I don't but know. it was all you, for laughs. If you can call a 35-year-old a rambunctious ute. You know we're uh, we're pretty lucky in this part of the country uh, to not have these like flash mobs of shoplifters. Have you seen these videos where they, oh, uh, yeah. basically a group of people yeah. goes into a store and obviously there's only like two people working in a like a Walgreens and the entire mob just starts grabbing stuff off the shelves and walking out of it's it ha- and there's nothing anybody can do about it because the employees aren't going to get in a confrontation with people. It's happening not just at uh, drugstores like that but at, like Rodeo Drive in Los yeah. Angeles like fancy stores. Yeah, yeah and uh and the fact that you know shoplifting is such a problem it seems to be in California yeah. anyway. Yep. Um the, the the thing I saw the other day was like the Walmarts are cutting bottoms out of the of the laundry baskets so people don't fill them up and take stuff with them out the door mm. like you have to ask for a laundry basket really you know uh like permission to get like a one that's in good shape the ones they have on the shelf on display are ju- are they're bottomless you know why i would never do this what? there's nothing to do with whether it's a crime or stealing or anything with my luck i'll be like in the worst aisle at like a like a CVS or something like that. Yeah. Flash mob starts wherever aisle you're in. You grab something and you run. Next thing you know, I'm I'm out there and uh, yeah, I'm 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 walking out there with like uh, like bunion pads or you know you know or uh, I you know, under, undergarments. Yeah, like a, a bad MP3 player. Yeah, yeah like something I wouldn't even use. It's my Kobe MP3 player. Oh, it's only you, fourteen dollars retail. Oh, what'd you get? I got a whole box of Sudafed. What did you get? 
disposable douche. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah, no embarrassing. You know how easy it is to just go in and shop? I mean, you watch all these people doing this stuff. It's pretty damn easy to go in and steal something mm-hmm. and walk out the door with it. You just got to act like you're playing the part. That's all. Oh, I'm just your typical everyday shopper. No, I'm not. And you run out the door with a chainsaw. Mm. You seem to know an awful lot about this. Is there something that you'd uh, want to confess? Uh, I was uh, offered years ago uh, by a guy who uh, was telling me, hey, if you ever want power tools, uh, I can get whatever you want half price. Hmm. Right? Yep. And I said, uh, I live in an apartment by myself. I don't have any use for chainsaws or band saws or any other kind of saws right and uh i said well how does that work how do you how are you getting uh, half price off and then the guy tells me yeah well uh, uh what happens is uh, my buddy uh, he goes into like home depots and he uh, he walks out through the garden center with these these giant tools <laughs> and uh he only charges you half of what the uh, what the price was in a car and i and i said i'm, I'm sorry i'm i'm not interested in receiving any stolen goods uh, but good on you for being an entrepreneur and starting your own business. <laughs> They're not stolen. They're just misplaced in my car without yeah, paying. I, right. I, they just yeah. happened to fall into this cart, and I happened to just run out of the garden center, uh, not uh, paying attention to anybody working there. Hey, they've got great deals on power tools at Rockies, where it's like stealing because the deals are so good, oh, and right. it's legal as well. With your Rockies Ace Rewards card, you can get uh, <laughs> bargains like you wouldn't believe. Good people, rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware, but do not steal from there i'll come right to your house there you go and uh, hey if you're looking for a one night stand there's tinder there's bumble and there's hinge but don't forget about unjected this unjected. is unjected this is the dating app for the unvaccinated true <sighs> story yeah i saw something about this an unintended feature of the anti-vax site for singles has been that it shares your data with the internet. Oh, the very thing you were trying to protect. Yep. And so a lot of people who are on unjected and looking for love with other unvaccinated individuals have had their data shared online. Mm. Yeah. There was something about that. Uh, the people were selling uh, their own seeds, if you will. Uh, that was unvaccinated, mRNA free. They were labeling it as. Okay. <laughs> I, I got. I got to find this. Maybe. Maybe we can find it, and we'll come back. Uh, you know. All right. Let's see. Fair enough. Let's take but, a brief break. Yeah. It's eight forty-six with back Steve and Dave. More on this straight ahead on Rock One Hundred and Two. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Easy Tub and Shower in Springfield is the area's leader in one-day shower remodels. And get this, they're only $12,950 and done. That's it. And in just one day. It's 8.51 and Tom Petty with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Uh, going to be a nice day today. Sunny and a high of 87. Dry. Not humid at all. You know, it got more humid yesterday afternoon for a little I, while. And it I sucked because I had opened all the windows in the house and I have that whole house fan to suck out the, you know. I was like, oh, let's bring some fresh breezy air in. And as soon as I did that, within minutes. Sucks in all the, the, yeah, the humid air. I was like, oh, man. I know. We were using that a lot what, before yeah. it got humid. Uh, you know, like a month ago, yeah, and it was wonderful. But now, uh, now you can't do that at all. By the way, it's sixty nine giggity in downtown about Springfield. That. Uh, let's see tomorrow. Uh, Steve Weissman from Scamicide dot com. We're going to talk about summertime scams. Summertime, 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 summertime. Best time to scam people are yeah. in the summertime when they're you know in their minds thinking about like vacations and all that other stuff. 
Steve Weissman tomorrow on the show. I have an Airbnb for him to rent. Um, he could just give me the cash directly. <laughs> he can. Ven- I'll, I'll let him. He can know. Venmo he can, your temporary account. Yeah, Venmo me. Uh, uh, my stinky McWiggleteats is my name <laughs> on Venmo. <laughs> I'll take care of it. And yeah, you got a great place to yeah. stay. Now, that's it stinky with 1K or two? Two. Okay, two, thank two. you. Yes. Did we get to the bodily fluids update on unjected yet? Well, you mentioned the story, and basically I just remembered that I'd seen the headline uh, the other day about that dating site. It's yeah. an anti vax dating site. Unjected, uh, yep. That let people advertise mRNA free semen. Uh <laughs> That's the company that left all its user data exposed. Yeah, mm. and and by the way, in order to exchange bodily fluids like that, the one you just described, just $11.11 a month as an additional premium add-on. Perfectly reasonable price. Yeah. Oh, it's like the jelly of the month club. Speaking of uh, bodily fluids, I'm still kind of stunned, uh, stunned that you have never seen the Two Girls, One Cup video. I, well, you guys have given me my assignment for the day, and... I get the cable guy again coming in noon, or excuse me, 10 a.m. to noon. So I got to get out of here because yeah. I don't want to miss him. You know, if I, if I wasn't, if it, if it weren't restricted uh, from our internet service here, mm-hmm. I would almost make you watch it right now right. and get your live uh, reaction to it. Because I think that's that's really where the pricelessness comes. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, because, you know, once once you see it for the very first time, there's really no, you can never unsee it. Yeah. It'll always be in your brain. Okay. Always. Nothing to fear, of course. I mean, you know, uh, the human spirit is a resilient thing, and uh, just because you see something that's absolutely god-awful doesn't mean that you'll be, you know, your life will be ruined by it, but man, that's going to mess up your day. But totally worth seeing, Dave Coombs. Totally worth seeing. I've seen Nicolas Cage movies, so how could it be any worse? (laughs) Oh, yes, it can be. It is. And, uh, in fact, it's, it's almost... An inadequate comparison, because as bad as some Nicolas Cage movies are, mm-hmm. it ain't nothing like this. There right. is nothing like this. All right. And right. we can all feel thankful uh, that there's nothing like this. Wait, wait. I will watch. Going, going back to this dating thing, it's eleven ninety nine a month. Eleven eleven. Eleven eleven. Eleven bucks and eleven cents a month for you to be on the dating site. No, no, no. That's the premium add-on. I think I don't know that I'm. It may be free. But the premium part where you can exchange your bodily fluids will cost you $11.11 a month. I don't know. It's the cream of meat option. Mm. <laughs> I'm I'm dating the cream of the crop on this one. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know. Yeah. Cream filled. Oh, well, now, now, cream now, ale. All right. Now you're just being disgusting. It's... Uh, <laughs> 855. That's about it. With back Stephen Dave on Rock 102. Live in concert, Saturday nights at 9 on Rock 102. Complete concerts from rock and roll's great performers. Brought to you by Randall's Farm and Greenhouse in Ludlow. On the next Live in Concert, we'll hear The Police, recorded live in 1983. Plus, we'll also hear classic live sets from The Rolling Stones, Tom Cochran, and John Mellencamp. Don't miss The Police, headlining the next Live in Concert, Saturday night at 9. Presented by Randall's Farm and Greenhouse, Ludlow, on Rock 102.
You want a great car buying experience? Look no further than Leah Toyota of Wilbraham. My good buddy John Kupek is the general manager over there, got me into my latest vehicle, and he can get you into yours. Leah Toyota Wilbraham is the area's leader in pre-owned and certified pre-owned Toyotas. They're currently pulling inventory from all 22 Leah locations. You can choose from hundreds of RAV4s, Camrys, Highlanders, Tacomas, and more. And at Leah Toyota Wilbraham, all pre-owned vehicles include a two-year complimentary maintenance package. And as always... Instant credit approval is only a click away. All credit applications will be accepted. Everyone drives at Leah Toyota Wilbraham. 2145 Boston Road or 24-7 at LeahToyotaWilbraham.com. It's that time of year again. Grilling and chilling. And watching the kids splash around the pool. Let Aquatique Pools in West Springfield make your summer one to remember by maintaining your pool all summer long with state-of-the-art water testing, a showroom stocked with chemicals and case discounts. Need a pool? Aquatique Pools has a limited supply of carbon above-ground pools in stock. See store for details. And Aquatique Pools has dolphin robotic pool cleaners at affordable prices. Call Aquatique Pools today at 413-736-4202 or stop by their showroom at 730 Union Street in West Springfield. Imagine a job where every day is an opportunity to collaborate and contribute, helping to make products that make a difference. Eppendorf is a leading life sciences company seeking motivated individuals to join our manufacturing team in Enfield. Enjoy a competitive rewards package including health, financial, and education benefits. No experience necessary. If you're ready to work, we're ready to train you. Launch your career at Eppendorf. Apply today at corporate.eppendorf.com. Nothing makes a good night bad or bad night worse than cold, soggy fries. Tonight, make it Wendy's, where we make fries hot and crispy. In the night on a good fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Late Night. Hours may vary by location. WAQY. WAQY HD1 Springfield. 102.1 FM. The Springfield Rocks Radio Group, Northampton's Classic Rock. Alexa, play Rock 102. Now everybody, have you heard? If you're in the game, then the stroke's the word. 